Welcome to the So You're Ready to Date podcast. I'm Lisa. And I'm Angie. And here's what we talk about all things dating, love, and relationships, and most importantly, having fun. Join us for practical advice for dating successfully on your terms. Welcome aboard and enjoy the ride. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back. We are back with another fun and exciting episode of So You're Ready to Date, the podcast. And today we are here to fill your mind with all kinds of fun activities. Sometimes in the wintertime, we get into a slump, we're stuck inside. If you're up north like us, it's really cold and it becomes months that we don't even go outside and Netflix and chill can become a very popular date idea. And spring is here or it will be by the time this is published. Spring is here and we can actually get out of the house whether we're going to be active or not. So we thought it would be really fun to come to you guys today with some new and unique dating ideas to maybe get you out of that rut or funk that you may have found yourself in this winter. Yes. So hopefully as the weather is warming up, your desire to want to venture out of the house, maybe. is increasing. And so we we want to provide some maybe outside of the box ideas to kind of heat up your spring slash summer dating. Or, you know, maybe if you're lucky and live in a climate that's fairly warm year round, these are going to be ideas that maybe you can pocket for like fall when it's <laughs> not a million degrees and a million percent humidity. But we always like to talk dating ideas because I think even for us, it's this idea to shake things up because yes, it has been cold and snowy and we have been doing a lot of like indoor <laughs> Netflix and chill type dates. But just because it's warm outside does not necessarily mean you need to get outside. So we will have a variety of suggestions to spice up your dating life coming with this new season. Everybody is the goal, something for everybody, because we all have different interests. And so I think we can throw out a couple of the ones that are going to be at the top of everybody's list, like go out and go for a walk or go for a hike or take a picnic or, you know, pack your lunch and go have a picnic. I think those are pretty common ideas that most people readily think of and top the list when you go and look up date ideas or anything like that is to get out and do that. We've been talking about some really fun ideas. And one of the things that I really like that you recommended, Lisa, was maybe going to a poetry reading or poetry slam or a comedy show or an author's reading, something like that, a little bit low key, maybe something a little bit different. Maybe you're a book lover and this would be right up your alley, or maybe you're not so much a book lover, but you just want to go do something new and you've never experienced it before. It can just be a fun way to shake things up and try something a little bit different if you haven't been in a while or ever at all. It's also a wonderful suggestion if you're like me and even looking outside when it gets hot and you start sweating. So (laughs) (laughs) I get it that not everybody wants to end a date tomato face red, drenched in sweat because you were outside for like 0.25 seconds. So yes, we will have some indoor suggestions because some of us just are looking for the next air conditioned room. I get it. (laughs) Welcome. I like a good hike as much as the next person, but sometimes you just want to go somewhere where you can sit, maybe have a conversation or not, depending on what that feels like. And I think it's a great idea to kind of culturally try something that maybe you haven't done before. So maybe it's a genre of books that you don't typically read, or like she said, maybe you're not necessarily a poetry person, but you're like, hey, I want to try this. So it's about dipping your toes into something different and seeing 
seeing if this is something I might like. You might surprise yourself and be like, oh, I really like this person's writing style. Or you find a class where maybe you and your special someone can practice writing or practice a new hobby and find some way to kind of bring yourself a little closer together that way. That's a, a really good point too, is you can, you can go to the class to write something or to practice your writing and to try a new hobby. And, you know, whether you are a seasoned, whether you have been dating for a while, let me put it that way instead, whether you've been dating for a while or it's a brand new date, there is a good mix of I can be silent and I can have a conversation in here. And there is a good chunk of time where it's just okay to be silent when you go to something like that, which I think also increases the comfort level of sometimes some of those early on dates where there's a lot of awkward silences because you feel like you have to say something but don't know what to say. So I think this is a good mix that gives you an opportunity to let there be silence and to enjoy something together without having to fill it with conversation. That's a really good point, because I think it's one of those things that especially as you're getting to know someone, yes, you want to ask those questions. But every once in a while, you're like, I know that there's something more I want to ask. I'm just kind of questioned out. So if we could just (laughs) focus on this one thing for a little bit. And again, so that the focus isn't solely on just you and this person and just the back and forth. I know in where we live in South Dakota, we have like this community education program. So that might be something if your area offers like community ed class classes could be a great way for you to learn something new about you and about your partner while also getting outside of your box and trying something new. I love that idea of just finding some of those. And a lot of times those classes are are short. Sometimes they're one day classes or two hour classes. And if you don't have something like that community ed program where your school system offers that program for adults where there's a lot of different variety, contact museums. You can call museums and find out what they offer or There are other, you can Google search it too, but there's other things where you can maybe go paint a a picture and it's led by an instructor. So they tell you exactly what to paint and where and everybody's interpretation still comes out different. And maybe you can have a glass of wine with it if you want. Maybe you don't have a glass of wine with it if you don't want, but it's really low key, low pressure, but a lot of fun. I know a lot of times I hear women talk about going and doing that in groups together as well, but I've also heard people doing it as a date night, which is a good way to get into those classes, even if you don't have a resource for an abundant number of classes. Uh, Yes, right. (laughs) A little bit of baby steps. Those are some great suggestions to get yourself out there to figure out what might interest you. And as we say, always trying as best you can to broaden those horizons, right? Some of us like to stay in a box and some of us like to expand outside of our box. So hopefully we're talking about opportunities for both, right? We want to hit everybody's palate and make sure that there is a comfort level because Lisa and I were talking, we were talking right before, right? And when I was telling you about the story, talking about way back in the time, this is going to really kind of date me, right? But talking about both of us, I think, because we were both (laughs) like, yeah, I remember that. (laughs) 
if you remember, I was I was young when this happened, right? I was young when we were still able to go all the way up to the gate and see our loved ones off at the airport and didn't have to stop before security. You could get all the way up to the gate and wait. So for all of you that don't remember it, there was a time. Anyway, so this goes back to that time. There was looking up some ideas for dates and just doing some research on it. And one of the things that came up was talking about going to the airport and watching people come through security and leave the airport and making up a story for them and sitting there and doing that together as your people watching, which I think is a great idea and something that way back I had done when I was much younger. And when that would have happened or when that did happen, people thought I was crazy. So that might be a little bit outside of a comfort zone for some people. But then again, it might just be totally wild enough that you're like, okay, I'm going to go sit at the airport and watch people come out of security, which is something that I would do. And it just makes me feel like it would be a fun date idea. I remember when my significant other and I first got together and I was coming back from a trip somewhere. I went by myself and he was picking me up at the airport and he stood outside with the cardboard sign painted with the blue letters. And I'm just imagining the people watching making up that sign because they weren't even professional letters. They were house paint letters. (laughs) I think that's a suggestion that works in a lot of places where it's like you go to the food court at the mall, you each grab something fun to eat and you can sit there or you find a spot in the mall to sit and watch people or (laughs) hundreds of other places where if that's something really interesting to you, it gets you out of the house. It gets you maybe in a cool spot where you have snacks, which who doesn't love that? And it gives you the ability to be like, oh, hey, look at them. I make up stories about people or (laughs) create these little worlds as to why they're... (laughs) They're doing that or like bad lip read all of these for people. So I think there are these ways that you can kind of go out and connect in fun and interesting ways. And sometimes it's mostly just about trying to get out of the house and change your environment so that you have a new thing to connect on. You have a new way to just try something that maybe you haven't done before. I don't know that I would recommend that for a first date, right? Until you get to know somebody sitting down People watching might be okay, but making up stories about people as they're walking by, you might want to wait till maybe a third date for something like that, (laughs) maybe a little bit later. Uh, But it is something like I have a family member that likes to do that every time we're together and she sees something, she'll make up a story about what's happening and then she'll do the yes and 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 pass pass the ball, throw the ball over to me and say, what do you think? And you add to that story. And it's just kind of fun to make up the story. And it doesn't even have to be about a person. It can be about, hey, there is a turned over kayak on the side of the lake and nobody is around it. What do you think happened there? You know, and making up stories about weird things that you just see out in public. So it doesn't have to be people, but people are fluid. They move by. So it's, it's a lot easier to find those situations to do it. Fair point, because I think you need to feel out each other's uh, sense of humor because <laughs> too early and that can blow things up if you, you know, don't have kind of similar match. And, you know, I'm not saying this to be mean about people. I'm saying this as you and your partner finding something funny without being mean about it, because I feel like that's could be the <laughs> the outcome that people are just making fun of people. I mean, no, it's trying about being creative and yes, anding your partner and making this about a collaboration between the two of you and not about a way to make fun of somebody who just happens to randomly be walking by you. <laughs> 
Right. It has it has nothing to do with that person in general. It has to do with a made up world and a made up story that helps spark your creativity and imagination. So if people watching is not the thing, maybe you are working together to create an imaginary scenario and you go into, let's say, Ikea, you go into Ikea and you walk around and you furnish your imaginary scenario and you're like this will fit here and that will fit there and we're not talking to dream house you just probably met somebody if we're talking early in the relationship you're not talking about a dream house together you're not talking about anything like that but if you're creating a scenario like a classroom or this is my dream long term like my dream is to own a camper and i want to have my camper be a certain way how would I decorate it? How would I have that in there? And being able to walk around a store and being able to put those pieces together can be kind of fun to look at that and conceptualize it while you're window shopping. That is interesting. I mean, the guy I've been seeing and I have actually had conversations similar to that where we've talked about like the cabins we would go to or the RV we would have. We've never decorated it. So that's an interesting <laughs> little side note to like, oh, because we have talked about where we would vacation and what our vacation houses and would look like and, and that kind of stuff. But I like the idea of expanding on that and being like, I would like to include this and I would have one of those. <laughs> and we're talking about all of this stuff. Again, when we're trying to get out of the box a little bit, sometimes it might be a matter of changing the time of day that you have dates. I think there's this idea that you either have evening dates, right? <laughs> or maybe a lunch date. And the boyfriend and I do a lot of breakfast dates. So that has been something that has been a lot of fun because it's challenged me to come up with new ways because typically we cook at home. We haven't ventured out much yet because it's been too cold and it like <laughs> early in the morning, like, nah, we're not, we're cozy here. <laughs> so it's challenged me and him to cook in new and different ways. So I think that's a really great summer idea. You know, maybe it's going to the farmer's market and grabbing all of the things that you're going to need for breakfast and then cooking that. It's finding different times where you're like, oh, we've never done this particular. Right now, all he thinks I can cook is eggs. And I'm like, because that's the only time I cook for you <laughs> is when I cook us breakfast on Sunday morning. <laughs> so like, I can cook more than eggs. Someday I'll show you. But... <laughs> Not today. <laughs> but see of it as like your own like master chef competition where like, okay, you're in charge of the bread. I'm going to be in charge of this dish and find a way to like collaboratively come together making a meal. I mean, I like breakfast is what we've been doing. You could certainly do lunch or dinner, but I think switching things up, there's something nice about hopefully it's warm enough outside where you could sit outside and enjoy tea or coffee or whatever your beverage is. There's a certain quiet in the morning that's kind of nice and different. So challenging your notion of what is a date time and a date place and or maybe it's taking them out to brunch. Billions of ideas that you could do, but changing up the time of day that maybe you plan dates can be really fun, too. That is really a great idea. It actually covers two completely separate ideas. And one is get into the kitchen and cook together. You can totally make a breakfast meal together or a dinner meal together. I know me and my boyfriend, we do a lot of cooking together sometimes. <laughs> 
but we did, especially in the beginning, we did a lot of meal preparation together. It was a great way to spend quality time together, doing something and investing in something that you have to do anyway, and making that into a date, which made it more enjoyable for both of us. We still do it. It looks different now that we're five and a half years in, but we still do share the responsibility. Now it's normally me going shopping and buying all of the ingredients to sit on the couch and watch him cook it. But <laughs> whatever that looks Teamwork. like. Teamwork. <laughs> right. So whatever that looks like, but especially at the beginning, partnering together and making that, that can be any time of the day or for any meal or changing the time and doing the breakfast, whether that's cooking together or going out, that's a totally separate idea is going out for breakfast because you're going to get a totally different experience. Absolutely. Yes. I think it just kind of depends on what you're looking for in that experience. Do you want just time to be able to sit with each other and catch up and talk about your week and talk? about what happened, what your plans are for the next week. There's something really nice and romantic about coming together, like you said, and making the meal and being responsible and having that kind of closeness time. So it's all of these suggestions are what you make of it and kind of what you're looking to get out of the experience. Because I think that's something to think about too, is yes, you can have dates just to have dates, but to date your person intentionally too. Do you want just time together or do you need time to connect? Connect? Do you need time to talk? When we've been doing these breakfast dates, I found this card game for couples. It's called Let's Get Deep. It's got a whole bunch of questions. Some are less deep, some go a little bit more deep. And so we started playing that while we were eating breakfast and just asking each other questions. So it became this time for us to intentionally talk, to learn more about each other, to sometimes it then it drifted off into what we were planning for the week and and connecting in that way as well. So finding some ideas that maybe have some intentionality behind them, if that's what you're looking for out of that particular date. doesn't have to be every date, but maybe this particular date, you're like, no, I feel like we need to connect on something more than just, hey, what are you watching? Did you see that show or <laughs> whatever it is, but finding some more, some deeper intention and connection to further develop your relationship in whatever way that looks like for you. I love that. And speaking of summer and all of that, you were talking about the farmer's market, which I also think was a really fun idea. But that prompted me to think about the fact that it is now festival season, whether that is an art festival, whether it's a renaissance festival, whether it's a music festival, it doesn't matter. It is festival season. But when I think of festival season, I think of an opportunity to go eat summertime foods or to go buy some of those handmade foods and support those small vendors. And so I think about doing that with my partner, but it's also fun sometimes to buy an ingredient or to buy something edible there and to see how you can incorporate that into a meal, whether that is a fancy oil or a fancy vinegar or a jar of pickles or some sort of spice. And I think that's kind of fun too, which comes up with a challenge that you both have to figure out how you're going to incorporate this one ingredient that you bought at this festival that you went to together into a meal, which very nicely wraps up a first date into a second date. 
Ooh, yeah, that nice little rollover there. <laughs> what we're going to be talking about in the future here coming up, how to snag a second date. Well, I think it's also one of those great opportunities as well, especially when we're talking festivals. Is there a band that maybe you really dig that your person doesn't know much about? Or if there's, you know, like the Renaissance Fair or there's a lot of outdoor theater. So it's a chance to introduce each other to things that you really like and enjoy. And whether they do or not, or whether you enjoy what they do or not, it's a way, again, to spend time to introduce them to more parts of you. I think it could be the same could be said for like sporting events. I think as of recording, it's officially like the opening of baseball season. I saw it somewhere, not that I follow it. But now's the time that, you know, maybe it's going to that minor league team that maybe neither of you like baseball necessarily, but you get to sit outside, you get to have stadium food, you get to be a part of the crowd and kind of enjoy that experience. But again, if maybe your partner really likes that and you don't, it's still a way for you guys to be together and trying as best you can to enjoy the things that your person enjoys. I just like the idea personally for me to expand outside your comfort zone and to try something new. No matter what that looks like, there are so many new experiences that you can have. And how do you know what you like until you try? So whether that be traveling, whether that be sporting events, just go either going to or trying to play a new sport. Who would have thought that I would like to play Frisbee? I didn't know I liked to play Frisbee, but I do kind of enjoy it. And I can actually flick a Frisbee now, and I never knew I could do that. So some different things like that is trying some yard games or getting out of your comfort zone or trying something new really takes the mystery out of it, but keeps your dating life fresh and keeps things alive. And you get to become an interesting person. I'm sure you already are, but (laughs) you get to become an interesting person as you delve into new things that you've never tried before and you have new experiences to talk about. Well, I'm glad you brought up yard games because that just kind of sparks something like we're finally getting into that season where you're rolling the barbecue out. Most people in South Dakota leave it out year round (laughs) because we're hearty like that. We're going to grill anytime. (laughs) But now might be a time to have like game night in the backyard where somebody brings the cornhole, somebody brings lawn dart, somebody brings all of these yard games. And not only is it kind of a chance to date, but it's a chance to be around friends as well. Or maybe it's a low key way to introduce somebody new to the friends group. So it doesn't necessarily have to be about just the two of you. You can expand it to include like friends and family and whoever you might want. And again, it's still getting you outside. It's getting you maybe doing something different and hopefully, you know, solidifying and making friendships stronger or maybe making new friends. Yes, I love that. Because I think as an adult, sometimes it can be challenging to find ways to hang out with your friends and balance all parts of your lives. And oftentimes something like that is a really great way, especially if you're trying to introduce somebody to a friend group to make time and to bring different parts of your life together. That kind of low key make it less scary feeling, right? <laughs> like, exactly. oh gosh, I gotta introduce this new person. I don't want to do it at this formal dinner. If we're all just chilling out, having a couple of beers, maybe people will be buzzed enough. It'll be way more relaxed. <laughs> You know, one of the other things, so thinking about other ways to make 
some dates a little more relaxing or to take stress off is to have a purpose or a common goal that you're working toward. So I know when my significant other and I first started dating, we actually did quite a bit of volunteer work together. We would go to the Humane Society and take care of the animals together, or we would go volunteer at the at, at our local banquet and do some of that kind of stuff. And there's a lot of different volunteer organizations out there. So find a cause that you're interested in, sign up, and then that is a great way to introduce a date or somebody else into a part of your life that you can easily share with them is to bring them along for volunteer opportunities or to get involved in volunteer opportunities together. Yes, exactly. For And for my sportier friends, you're getting into like 5K, 10K marathon, half marathon season for a lot of the country. So maybe this is a chance for you to train with your favorite person. I don't know why I'm saying this because... <laughs> I have a very much love-hate relationship with running, but I the volunteer thing is most of the runs I do are for some sort of charity. So I think that's another great way to kind of tickle that charity uh, itch, or scratch that charity itch, whatever it is. But another way to kind of be active, do something fun, whether that's running, walking, fundraising, volunteering. It's, again, different ways to showcase different parts of yourself, but to like, bring that person in and hopefully try something new. Yeah, and if you're like me and you're going to go run a 5K, you'll be so out of breath. You can't talk to the person next to you anyway. <laughs> so it's a great way to be silent while you're together. There comes that thing like that part where you're like, oh, can they hear how heavy I'm breathing? I think I'm breathing <laughs> too hard. This is not attractive. <laughs> so just, you know, throwing that out there too. <laughs> there, There is that. that. That would be the story of my life. When it comes to running, my love-hate relationship with running is more of a hate relationship. Because <laughs> I have done that with hiking too. I'm like, I am okay. I just breathe really hard. That's all right. I'm not dying. We're okay. <laughs> really, it's about thinking about what do you really enjoy doing? Where are your favorite places to hang out? And if we haven't mentioned your favorite hangout on our episode today, think about what your favorite hangout is. And just drag them along. And your summertime hangout might be different than your winter hangout. Maybe your favorite summertime hangout is with a good book sitting next to the lake. That's fine. Drag them along with you. That's a great date idea too that we didn't even talk about. So if we haven't hit on your favorite, make sure to include your favorites, what the places that make you happy, your significant other, your date, the person that you're getting to know wants to see you happy. Otherwise, they're probably not the right person for you. So take them to the place that makes you happy and let them take you to the place that makes them happy. Which also segues nicely into you emailing us your best spring slash summer date ideas. So because there could very easily be a part two, three and four to this. So so you're ready to date at gmail.com. Make sure you drop your favorite uh, warm weather dating ideas, dating fails. If you <laughs> try something like kayaking for the first time and it didn't go well, or just if you have a question or a suggestion that you would like to hear on an upcoming episode, we would love your ideas and suggestions for the podcast because this is for you. So we want to make sure that we're giving you episodes that give you the information that you're desperately looking for. We will be back next week with another great episode and look forward to hearing from all of you. We'll see you next week.